AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. You can work from the road while turning your vehicle into a powerful high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. On a network that covers more roads than any other carrier. Connect up to 10 devices and stream conference calls. Finish up that presentation or answer last-minute emails. Go to att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to see if you're eligible for a free trial today. Based on independent third-party data, always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Yo, this is the Inflection Collective. All of us are connected, reflective, real-life perspective, respected. The banter, the chit-chat, no cap, it's big facts, so kick back. This year is done there, been there. And we are here. Episode one of the Done There, Been That podcast. I am your host, Mike Hill, but obviously I am not alone. You see this talented, smiling, beautiful young lady hailing out of Bessemer, Alabama. Miss Unit Elliot, a multi-hyphenate, talented comedian, actress. She does it all. And she's my homegirl because I am also from, let me say it right, Eunice, Belma, Alabama. That's how we pronounce it down there. It's not how it's spelled, but it's how it sounds when you're from there. It's Belma. We don't do Belma. It, it is it is spelled B-E-S-S-E-M-E-R, Bessemer, but Belma down there. And everybody That's who lives in Belma understands that. I'm so excited about this podcast, Eunice. I'm so excited to have you as my co-host as well. Likewise, Mike, we have crossed paths for decades, and we have always said we would find a way to work together. And look at us now. Mama, we made it. We from straight out of Bessemer doing big things on the national stage. And I'm so excited about this because the, the title of the podcast is fitting because I've always wanted to do a podcast, but I wanted to wait for the right one to come along and done there. Been that is that type of podcast. The title is says it all right there. We've done there. We have been that, you know, so we talk about the world of sports and I'd like to integrate the world of sports and pop culture, but I don't want to talk about that X's and O's. And like Stephen A. Smith, Skip, they do all that stuff. I don't give a damn if Michael Jordan's better than LeBron. I ain't never going to convince nobody otherwise. But when you're talking about taking sports topics and talking about these athletes and some of the things that they go through in life and how it can relate to somebody in the everyday world who don't even freaking like sports, this is what we're talking about. So this is the mix of what we're going to have on this show. And also, both of I have uh, both of us have had very interesting and storied backgrounds and careers. So we're not just offering our opinions on the hot topics; we're offering you perspective because either we've done there, we've been that, or we know the person who has. Uh, Mike, you mentioned being from Bessemer, Alabama, but yeah. where have you been since then up to today? I've been in the Air Force for sir, six years in the Air Force. I've been in broadcasting for twenty nine years. Been in cities like Nashville, Fresno. New York, Dallas, ESPN, been at Fox Sports for the last 10 years. I wrote a book called Open Mic, where I basically told my entire life. I married a reality show star. Y'all seen me on Real Housewives of Atlanta. We're going to get into all that. I'm telling you, it's good. This is what I'm talking about. If you want to hear details, I'm talking about very transparent details about our lives. This is the right podcast for you. So we're not just going to talk about other people and give opinions on what they're going through. We're going to show you and tell you how we relate to that. Because once again, we've done there and we've been there. 
What about you, well, Eunice? I, Tell us. I, I'm not gonna be telling my business. We didn't. Do yes, you are. I, yes, I'm you not, no. no. I Eunice, you. That. Let, let me tell you. Let me tell you something about you. You do it anyway on Instagram. You talking about your dating life? All these men, you you know, stop dating. You say you retire from dating, I but we're gonna get your I ass up out of retirement. Dating. <laughs> no, you, well, your ass gonna be like a boxer. Like boxers always retire and they come out of retirement. By the end of this podcast, when it ends, maybe five, six years from now, hopefully, you will have like we're gonna go through about five or six boyfriends by then, hopefully. But we're gonna find the right you one. You know what? You. Well, listen, possibly, Mike, because you are somebody that will get married, so <laughs> you might rub off on me. <laughs> I ain't done it once, and you've done it a bunch of more than onces. I, I, yeah, I've, I've done it three times, and the last marriage was so quick. The la- yeah, it was. It was the last one was quick. I've been married a total of twenty two years. Uh, if you add all three of them up, I've been divorced <laughs> three times as well. Now the, the last one didn't last that long, as you know. I like my last one was so goddamn short that they sent me the the marriage certificate and divorce decree at the same goddamn time. The state okay, did. So like, here we go. It's like, like motherfucker, we want to the stamp. I'm just saying. <laughs> We're not going to get in your business like that on this episode, but it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Um, when I said I have known Mike for over 25 years, he graduated high school with my sister. Uh, so he's much, much older than me. And um, and then we first connected when I was, I left uh, Alabama, Roll Tide, went to Alabama, mm-hmm. moved to Connecticut, worked at ESPN. You had time there. Went to Nashville, worked for the Tennessee Titans. You were in Nashville. I uh, went to the Orange Bowl Committee in Miami, worked in Atlanta. And now that I'm out here in L.A., we're reconnected again. But we have had so many times that we have said, we got to work together. Another famous uh, BESMA alumni is D'Amico Ryans, head coach D'Amico of the Houston Texans. Mm-hmm. Uh, I worked for him, and we were partnering with some things with media and, and the youth camps. And so what we're going to do now is go through mm-hmm. some of the headlines that everybody's talking about mm. and offer our perspective. Right. And a little bit we of gonna, opinion. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. So let's get right it. into it. Once again, please it. subscribe to the Done There, Been That podcast. We're going to get all the information you need to know at the end of this. This is going to be fun. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be very insightful. We're going to be very transparent. Regardless of what Eunice says, she's going to tell you her Some goddamn business. Some I ain't just going to be here no talking about And Eunice ain't going to sit up here and share her damn stories. No business. You, you, we, okay. All right. So like business, like let's talk about it because it is breakup season and it is something I know about. Like you said, I do get into relationships, but I also know how to break up. But I break up on a cordial basis for the most part. Now, I know because I've matured a lot for the most part. I want to talk about this because um, what we do is we'll take a sports topic and we'll relate it to everything that's happening in life. This M.A. Yudoka situation with LeBron James, I don't know if you saw that over the weekend when the Houston Rockets yeah. played the L.A. Lakers, but M.A. and LeBron got into it on the sidelines. And if you listen to the audio, some uh, choice words were being said. LeBron didn't like it. I guess M.A. was calling him, uh, LeBron, and some of his teammates acting like a bitch. And uh, LeBron says, I'm a grown man. Uh, don't use that word so loosely. And M.A. basically said, um, what you going to do about it? So they could have gotten to the squabble, and a lot of people said LeBron could have come back and clapped back, and they got tossed out. Now, here's the thing, Eunice. M.A. Yudoka's a good coach. He got the Houston Rockets playing some good basketball this season. I mean, before they went on to a little losing streak, they were had, they had a winning record. This is the Rockets, a terrible team. He was a good coach in the Boston Celtics. But the problem is, as soon as that shit came out, guess whose name was trending? It wasn't LeBron's name. It wasn't mm-hmm. M.A.'s name. It was Nia Long's name. Now, everybody remembers what happened with Nia Long. The reason that M.A. is not the coach of the Boston Celtics is more because of what happened with the the affair that M.A. had with somebody in the Boston Celtics. It got out, got leaked. He got fired. Nia Long found out about it through that, and they broke up. And obviously, M.A. became uh, enemy number one to a lot of black women out there in the world. And it's something I know about. Obviously, I know about these types of things because – I have been part of a public breakup before myself. Here's my question. Will M.A. Udoka ever be known for anything besides breaking Neil Long's heart, even if he breaks records as a head coach and wins championships in his league? Okay, I have a couple of answers for you. Mm-hmm. Most of us didn't know M.A. until he got fired for Chino <laughs> Nia. Who is this man? I do not oh. know this man. Start there. Okay. okay. Number two, oh, mm-hmm. most men, even if they are considered high profile, are mostly known for who they date or who they marry because women are ultimately the prize. I said it. You have it recorded. What the also, fuck? Anne, also, Anne, even when uh-huh. men uh, are 
caught for bad behavior, they are very rarely held accountable for their bad behavior. What society does is then points at the woman that the bad behavior was done to, and they're talking about her. And it's like, wait, I didn't do anything in this story. Talk about him. Learn how to pronounce his name. Nia Long is also easier to pronounce. I also think that's another reason why she's instead of M.A. Oh, 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 so I'm, I'm going to let you finish. Hold on a second. But do you realize who you're talking to right now? I mean, I don't know if you heard about me, but I, I don't know who you remember me being married to. I was in a high-profile relationship with let, somebody. No, but, and can I say something about you, friend? When you okay. were in that high-profile relationship, I don't feel you did yourself any favors when you were on the show surrounded by a bunch of women who are your friends. Talk oh, no, don't, don't, don't put that in quotes. That <laughs> They were friends. Go ahead. Friends. We're all friends, aren't friend. we? We're, uh, uh-huh. we're all friends, no matter how we start. Okay. Aren't and you a friend who, a oh, pretty no. friend? I'm not a friend. No, I'm not a friend. I'm a friend. What? No, qu- no friend. answers needed. That's no what it was. Don't, I, they were the same. They were friends. Go ahead. Finish. Allegedly. I'm sorry. And so when you put yourself in a room full of alleged friends discussing Mm -hmm. how you really ain't never been a great dude in a relationship, it's hard for the public to then not think that you were the bad guy in the relationship by your own admission. You said you've matured, you've grown. We don't know Mm -hmm. the details and we don't need to know the details, but you have to understand in that situation, that particular scenario with you, I think Mm -hmm. you set yourself up for an ultimate L. So okay. when you got I, divorced, everybody's like, oh, I'm not surprised. And everybody rolled the footage, that beautiful mm-hmm. bean footage from the kitchen scene <laughs> <laughs> and said, oh, we knew that wasn't going to work out. And I think that's right. on you. No, no, you know what? I will take some of the responsibility. I'll take accountability. Some, some, some women can't do, but I will do that. So I'm just saying. And when oh, it, I saw when I'm you wrong, posted that video on your no, Instagram. I'm just, I'm just about saying. I'm just saying. Like, really. yeah, yeah, you ain't never going to say, never going to say you're sorry. You're never going to take accountability. That's okay. Some of you, some of you, not all of you, but some of you. But I will take accountability for my transgressions. Once again, I wrote a whole damn book about my transgressions in my past about who I used to be and the person that I was becoming. When I was in that scene on The Real Housewives of Atlanta, there was a reason why I was surrounded by nothing but a lot of women because guess what? My homeboys didn't want to be on that damn camera being on The Real Housewives of Atlanta. They didn't want to be a part of that mess. I had to be a part of the mess because I was involved in a relationship with somebody. That was on the show and I had to support my woman and that was going on. So when everything went down because of I've talked about the things in my past about my transgressions, I like to call them sometimes or my actual cheating. I'll just put it out there like that in the past, in the past, (laughs) in the past and talked about how I've grown up. And the reason I wrote the book was to talk about how I've grown up and I've realized some of the mistakes I've made in my life. Then I moved on and I was finally in a place where I was mature enough to be married again to a woman who was a queen. I could treat her like a queen because I feel like I have finally become a king. So I can understand how some people can view things. But once again, when it comes to M.A. Udoka, whatever, we don't know the whole extent of the situation with Neil Long. We know what was put out there in public. But once again, when it comes to how I feel about this with this situation, it's like I feel like this man has pay the price publicly. He's been dragged by multitudes of women and some men out there who thinks he's a fool for fumbling the ball or the bag or whatever they always want to say. And now even to this day, I can put something on Twitter and I've been divorced for a year and I can put something on Twitter and somebody will always try and come back with that little zinger. Or let me just throw a little, Oh, that's the reason why you ain't with CB now. I'm like, I ain't talked about her ass in a year. We ain't even discussing this. Why? What's that got to do with anything? So when it comes well, to the Emmy Yodoka situation, I it. wish people would just move on from talking about that and allow this man to coach and live his life. I see. I, I see why you would want that. But again, the only reason why Emmy would be discussed at all, he's been a, a, a great coach for some years. We weren't talking about him. It's the same thing if you want to say Kiki Palmer's ex or former. The only reason we know that man exists is because she had, you know, I guess community service hours to do and had a baby with him. I don't know. So, so a lot so, of these men don't realize you're not shining because of your light. You are borrowing whoa. the light of a woman. Whoa. And so when it goes down and you have mistreated this woman yes the smoke is gonna come down for you hell fire shall be upon you rightfully so what the hell did i sign up for 
Is this episode yeah, one? So what the hell? I'm signed up. You're listen, supposed to be my homie. Now, hold on. Let me, let me address that because you know, that, 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 you, you kind of triggered me. And I, I'm going through therapy right now. So <laughs> please help me. I'm trying to help myself. I'm trying to, I'm trying okay, to overcome all these breathe things. Breathe through it. Breathe so through it. So when you say, so you just talked about my accolades. You talked about the things I've been through. You, you talked amazing. about no, I, was some my of the M- I wasn't talking about you taking your situation wasn't that you were barring shine. I was talking about MA and Kiki Palmer. I wasn't using you as an example for the shine. Uh, so I will I will I will address MA Udoka. MA Udoka okay. had a nice NBA career. Anybody that, that yeah. follows the NBA would know that MA Udoka, while he wasn't a star, while he wasn't an all-star, he was a very serviceable player who had a really nice NBA career. He was a, a player. He you know, mm-hmm. anybody to watch the NBA would know that as a coach, he turned the Boston Celtics and helped them become a contender in the Eastern mm-hmm. Conference. They were going to have a phenomenal season. He was going to take them to the NBA finals and maybe even the championships last year had he been the coach there last year. And with the Houston mm-hmm. Rockets, a team that has been terrible for years, he has them competing at a high level, which shows what kind of coach he is. So, yes. Just and because he never trended before he cheated on the along. And I, but. But okay, I get that. But that's in that's the it. entertainment or pop culture world. It doesn't I'm mean that overall, this man didn't I'm exist. I'm saying overall. You know, another current mm. example that's going on right now, uh, mm. Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. Anybody right. who watches or follows football knows that Travis well, Kelsey is a star stud football player. Right. But it's so many more people know who he is now because of the Taylor Swift relationship. But it goes I'm both not ways. Nothing against Travis. I'm just saying a lot of times men can be great at what they're doing, particularly mm-hmm. athletes. But it's the woman they get with that puts them on the map. You see Tiana Taylor and Iman Schubert. He was a, a NBA player, rich in his own right, but in her own divorce filing, he had a problem with people being more excited about her. He only had a reality show because he was with her. Now I will I'm say I will say I will I will say that as a person who marries a celebrity who has more following uh more of a following you have to be very secure in who you are because a yes. lot of people will come for you. I have mm-hmm. seen on my page where a lot of people have said I never heard of him before he was with Cynthia. Well, you ne- probably never watched sports before because a lot of people right. in the sports world had never heard of Cynthia before I got with her. So I've seen where uh, men have had arguments or whatnot and with their wives or whatever and like oh that's that's cynthia's husband no that's mike hill that's the guy that's on right. sports center right. espn and fox or whatever oh so we're, saying the, we're saying the same but, thing we're saying the same thing but what, what i'm saying argue, we can't we're saying the same I, thing there's no argument because i don't argue anymore we're saying but the see, same thing the, the generalization of just because a woman is in a high profile situation and a man is in a high profile situation does not mean that that man never existed before. It just means that the people who followed that woman probably did not experience the world in which that man lived in and vice versa. Which therefore, which therefore that person never existed before to that person. And we're talking about the audience. We're talking about the people on social media. We're talking about the people who have MA trending could care less about his basketball accolades. That's all I'm saying. I'm saying he had a lot going on. We didn't care. Okay. So prime example. And and speaking of prime, look at that segue. I'm such a professional prime example. Um, prime just brought and shout out to, cause I love both of them. Uh, Deion Sanders and, and Tracy Edmonds two of them, they've been together for 10 years were uh, engaged for, I think four years. And they just announced their breakup, uh, over the weekend on Twitter. And we wish them well and, and Instagram, uh, but two powerhouses. A lot of people mm-hmm. know who Tracy Edmonds is, but a lot of people know prime did not know Tracy, but the people mm-hmm. who know Tracy Edmonds, they probably heard of Prime, but if they didn't follow sports that closely, maybe they did not know who he was. So, but once I also again, think to- this is not. But I think, I think, I think both of them have had their own names. And sometimes, let's say a Jay Z and Beyonce. Sometimes two powerhouses get together. So it's not a matter of who didn't know whom and who brought whose audience to cross over. I think with Prime and Tracy, Tracy, we came to know her as Tracy Edmonds when she married Babyface, and then she was with Eddie Murphy, and then so she's always had high profile relationships beyond the fact that she's an executive producer and creator and in, in the industry. And then of course we've all known Dion. So I think that's not really the same case at all because we already knew these two people by the time they got together, they both were very common, well-known entities and names. And I don't think their breakup is a surprise at all because I think uh, between him being in Jackson, Mississippi to Colorado, Tracy ain't there. She's somewhere working and doing what she's doing, which ain't in Jackson, which ain't in Colorado. I think it just ran its course. 
Yeah, you know, just somebody sounds like they're a little bitter. I'm just saying, like you're not. I said it ran its course. What these, am I bitter about? These, I said it ran its course. I didn't. No one's to blame. She was like, "How is that you bitter?" Sound, you they're said it with a smile on their your own face. lives at a very high level, and sometimes oh. it just means, "Hey, we've run our course." There is nothing it's, bitter about that. Sounds like somebody said it. Wow, with a smile. Like, you really you don't hear. Mm. Oh my god! <laughs> no, I didn't say I saw this coming. I said it sounds like it ran its course, and they are two people who are pursuing their careers at a very high level. So sometimes that means you're not going to be able to do it together. They love each other. They I respect mean, the, each other. They had a good run. There's nothing to be bitter about. It ain't. None of our business. Start there. Mm -hmm. But I think they had mm -hmm. a very amicable breakup. I think it's been probably, they've probably been separated for a while. Tracy has built a house in South Carolina. I feel mm -hmm. like she probably has found some farmer and she's going out <laughs> to pasture. Oh, hold on. Like Live she's moved on, on so, the farm. Let me, ask, let me ask you a question to that, that extent. Like if somebody is a mutual friend of them, but like they not that close. You know what I'm saying? I'm just asking for somebody. Like, I'm just a hypothetical. Wait a minute. Idea. Are you thinking about shooting a shot at any one of the parties of any of the relationships we have mentioned today? No, absolutely. What? Me? Me? Yeah, you. Come on, man. I'm a change man. Would I do that as much yeah, as long would. as you That's know That's what I'm me. asking. What? No, the Why question is, I you are asking me, would you do that? You're asking me, would it be okay if you did that? I I'm asking for a friend that because mm. I know somebody who knows both of them. And mm -hmm. actually, this person is a woman. See, why are you going there? This person is a woman, and she mm -hmm. knows both of them. And she might like she likes prime. She's always been a huge fan mm -hmm. of prime. So I'm asking. Okay, so if you're this saying you're saying you're asking for your friend. What would you advise your friend? Would you say yeah, shoot your shot? I'm like it depends on um, how close she is to Tracy. If there are friends who pass by and don't necessarily, they're associates and not necessarily friends. I think it's okay, especially in Hollywood, it's entertainment. I mean, you think about, right. look, what's her, what's the, the, the Harvey girl? I mean, I'm pretty sure. Lori all those Harvey. Oh, now he don't yeah. know the Harvey girl's name. Yeah. Lori Harvey well, have so many men confused and bewildered. It's hilarious. But, that's, but what I'm saying is like so many uh, of those people who are entertainers, I'm pretty sure they know of each other. You don't think Michael B. Jordan and uh, and, and the kid from uh, 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 Snowfall didn't know each other? Yeah, but I I'm mean, but you know, you date who you know. I think that's the thing. You're going to always have, you know, cross-pollination in relationships because you're in similar circles. It even makes sense when there's friendships involved because, hey, we have things in common. That's why we knew each other. And sometimes you have that awkward moment of, weren't they just dating this person? I think it's very common. I think if everybody can be adults about it, it's, hey, I know it didn't work out with y'all, but I think I want to try. I want my turn. It looked okay. fun from over here. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. You can work from the road while turning your vehicle into a powerful high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. 
on a network that covers more roads than any other carrier. Connect up to 10 devices and stream conference calls. Finish up that presentation or answer last-minute emails. Go to att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to see if you're eligible for a free trial today. Based on independent third-party data, always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm just saying. Sounds good. Okay, okay. A lot of what we're talking about with these relationships is a lot of these relationships announce the breakups on social media. It's like they mm. feel like they owe us the general public, their followers, this information. And sometimes social media can, it, it can kind of get a little weird when companies, not individuals get involved. Uh, mm-hmm. Recently, we still call it Twitter, but X on the X platform, Adidas had kind of a petty uh, tweet uh, to Kevin Durant. So basically Kevin Durant mm-hmm. is a lifetime Nike guy, you know, LeBron, mm-hmm. Michael Jordan, he has this millions of dollar contract. And mm-hmm. another player for the Minnesota Timberwolves, uh, Anthony Edwards said, hey, I would love to get KD in a pair of my signature Adidas shoes. And mm-hmm. KD basically said, yeah, ain't gonna happen in so many words. And then, but Adidas, the actual Adidas account on X clapped back and basically called him a dusty who's about to be out the door anyway. Okay, <laughs> Adidas. <laughs> Right. And it's like, wow, this seems unprofessional, but we're in a new world now because guess what? We would not be talking about Adidas tweeting if they didn't take it to the streets. They've since deleted the account, but then they still doubled down on the shade on KD because they said, oops, I meant to send that from my burner account because it seems like a few years ago, we remember KD, it seemed like maybe he has some burner accounts where he tweets to fans and haters who talk trash about KD and he forgot to shift back one time when he was tweeting that happened years ago we don't know that that was real yeah. no, no it was real he did it he but, did it. but what is it, it with companies getting into the fray with like us regular joes or even the athletes when the actual shoe company gets into the fire now i think sometimes they may go over the line if they get too personal about something that is really sensitive i think that's over the line and you got to be professional with that but what adidas did to kd was a masterpiece I thought it was, really? it was, I loved it. I loved it because it was Kevin Durant. All I could see was Kevin Durant's ashy legs. You remember that picture, that infamous picture of Ash, uh, of Kevin Durant? So when he, when they called him dusty, all I could see was that rust on his legs. That's all I could, that's all <laughs> I could visualize. Taking it too far from a global nope. brand to talk nope. about somebody's ashy knees. Nope. Cause you're talking about their shoes. He's talking about their shoes. He basically said, you I don't not think he was talking about the shoes. Those. He has a well, lifetime contract with a rival brand. So no, you're not going to catch me in them shoes. It wasn't about the actual shoes. shoes. It's, about, it's not going to happen. He called those shoes ugly. He called because them it's not ugly. his brand. Well, he could have said he, he could have just written for his own brand Nike and said, you know what, I'm just going to do it over here. I'm not coming over so there. He and is not allowed to think that other shoes are ugly and say it. No, yeah, he well Without he can say it all he wants to in return. It, it, well, he's ashy. It, uh, it's Kevin Durant. I'm sorry. I love. Don't get me wrong. I love his mama to death or whatever. But Kevin Durant makes too money, too much money, not to put some oil on his skin every now and then, or just like the hair. I'm we just don't saying. know. He can have uh, a eczema. He can have a skin condition well, where ash flares. Ash flares sometimes for people. He could, and if he does, and I'm worthiness as he, a human based on how much ash they carry daily. Well, I'm pretty sure there's some kind of coconut oil that's out there that can help him with that. I'm just saying, let's just throw some let's something. You know what I mean? I, I, I don't know. I if it, it is the case, I'm being insensitive. If I'm being insensitive, then I apologize to Kevin Durant. I don't think I'm being insensitive <laughs> because Kevin Durant is the most sensitive athlete that I've ever covered in my life. He always claps back to somebody like that. But here's the thing about it, man. I, I love it because I think sometimes, you know, even if you're a company and somebody comes after you, you should have the right to come back. I get how many times as a public figure, being on TMZ or wherever you've been as a, a comedian, you see, see these trolls who don't have a face, who don't have an identity, just saying all the wrong shit to you, and you want to clap back and you don't say anything. Let me tell you how I handle it. And I'm curious. I want to know how you handle your haters because you have more than me, for sure. Well, <laughs> when yeah. somebody comes for me, what I generally do, I decide, do I have time today? Most times I do. And I mm. will respond, right? And I will give it about 10 to 15 minutes to let this person see a notification, see a reply. And at that time, I then block them. Because now mm. by the time they decided they want to say something back, you have lost the privilege because you did not manage yourself accordingly on my page. So if I have the time, I'm going to respond, I'm going to wait, and then I'm going to block. Oh, so you're going to respond. You your you're gonna, you, so you're going to yeah, throw I'm the bomb respond. back. 
You're going to throw the bomb back. No, no, Let no, them no, see no. It. I don't throw a bomb back because a bomb is mm -hmm. messy. I use a razor what? and I slice oh, you yeah. in such a way that you Ooh. don't know you bled out until Ooh. about 24 hours later <laughs> when you can't come back and say nothing. No, I ain't I throwing it. bombs. That's nasty. You know, I, I, used, I used to respond all the time, but then I realized that I was saying things that's going to get me in trouble. You know, as right. a public figure or somebody out there, I'm going to say the wrong thing. And then all of a sudden I'm going to get called into the office. Right. Especially when exactly. I was you know, working in Bristol. <laughs> when Twitter first came out, I, right. I got you called in. As a, as a matter of fact, I think that one one of our um, one of our producers on this show used to call me like Mike. You know, hey, calm down with certain things. I'm just saying, I ain't gonna call no no names out. But I know when Twitter first came out, I was kind of loose with my tongue and my opinions on Twitter, and I got called into the office a couple of times. So I had to realize that as a public figure, even though they have their opinion, they can say whatever the hell they wanted to about me. Then I couldn't say some of the things I wanted to because I forget what Michelle Obama said. If you go low, I'm I'm digging a grave. I'm telling you, I'm going that low. I'm going with the thing with that. Yes, and and we've seen people's tweets come back and haunt them. We've seen people's tweets take away opportunities. And so I think we all had to learn how to manage ourselves with the introduction of social media. That, yeah, you can't just throw that bomb back. But also, I think when people do that, people wake up to be trolls, right? And yep. it's just mm -hmm. weird when a hater comes at somebody who's doing much better. So let me say, KD, I don't know KD personally. I don't know uh, his ash levels, you know, in general, but I know he's doing something really well at a high level. So there's right. somebody who is very moisturized at home, broke. Yeah. KD won that well, record. Uh, so I'm saying I, I it just I, doesn't make sense. But they're not moisturized. They're also broken. They're not moisturized. They don't have a they, pot to they piss got the in. They got the Jergens from the dollar no, store and they talking to about an ashy millionaire. You know the Jergens don't help you with the ash, especially if you dark. At you least know, five you. It's a little light. You know, it's a little it, clear. <laughs> it, it, no, and it smells. I'm just saying, no, no harm against Jergens because we need them. Look for at you! You don't need it. You talking trash again? I'm just saying, I ain't nothing, you know. But I, you know, got to use some of this Jergens. I love Jergens. Like if I said, you like that to come on sponsor the podcast, please. We would love. Here's it. the thing. I'll, I'll <laughs> leave it at this. What I had to learn is that some people just aren't worth your time, right? Exactly. So you got to realize that they are haters. And a hater ain't never, you have never met a hater that's doing better than you, right? So they want to punch up. They want to try and bring you down to their level. Don't allow them to bring you down to the level because they can't achieve the levels that you've already achieved. So don't go down to it. So just leave them alone. Now, were you looking in the mirror just now when you said that? Because you the one was calling I, Kevin Durant ashy. I had to learn. No, I mean, but Kevin Durant. Well, when did you, you learn? Know, the last he, 10 seconds? That was I, a beautiful speech, but. It's facts. Those are facts. Uh, I didn't say. No, I agree I, with you, but that goes against is you he, calling Kevin ashy. Is, is Kevin Durant ashy? I don't know. I think he's probably a For great record. guy. No, no, I'm not saying ashy as like the, I'm talking about like literally, have you seen. Oh, you're talking about skin. And when I say, yeah. oh, this is an ashy dude, you know, I mean, that's why I'm retired from dating. But also, let me say this. I think it's weird. Well, I don't know. I feel like sometimes you've seen the Burger Wars. You've seen Chick-fil-A or Wendy's get into like a little beef on X. And it's fun mm -hmm. because you see these big corporations. And you're like, okay, they didn't got somebody young running their social media. And it's these fun, you know, socially relevant clapbacks. I think that's mm -hmm. cute and fun. And it's banter. I think it's yeah. different when an entire global shoe brand then attacks someone who's not signed to their roster just because they said, yeah, I'm not going to wear those shoes. I have a lifetime contract with my company. Not going to happen. Not that big a deal. Why even if he said it that I'm way, saying. I would agree. He didn't say it that way. He said, I basically said, I won't get caught dead in them ugly. Shit. That's what he no, said. No, he just <laughs> said, I wouldn't put it. No, he said, I wouldn't put a toe in them, them the, MFers. Pretty much. Well, that's that, not, yeah. that's yeah. not what you said, though. I think, yeah. I, I think it was an overreaction by Adidas. I think deleting it, that's the new way to say something and not say it is say it and then delete it. You know, we already saw it. We've already screen grabbed it. We've already written the article about it. It's a way to say, oh, no, no, we were hacked. And then to double down with, oh, I, I thought I was sending that for my burner account is obvious that it's personal against and, Adidas and, and KD. And it was a good burn because that's exactly what KD has done. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. 
thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. You can work from the road while turning your vehicle into a powerful high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. On a network that covers more roads than any other carrier, connect up to 10 devices and stream conference calls. Finish up that presentation or answer last-minute emails. Go to att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to see if you're eligible for a free trial today. Based on independent third-party data, always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. All right. Um, well, you know what? I, I don't know. Like we, we get into pop culture as well. I don't know if you've seen any movies lately, but there's this movie that's out that I'm pretty sure that every woman that I know, I know my daughter's going to go see it. Uh, Beyonce's Renaissance, Renaissance, the documentary. Okay, I like the way you're trying to add. Like, there's this movie. There's this person. Don't play like you not yeah. know Beyonce fan. Don't act like that. Don't do that. I don't want you to do that today, Mike. You are better than that. Uh, I mean, look, I am a fan. I am a huge okay, fan of Beyonce. Be a fan. Yeah, I, but I don't so, know if I'm going to go see the movie. You're probably going to go see the movie. Did you go to the Renaissance World Tour? I don't know if I'm going to go see the movie. I'll wait until it's Did on. Did you go to the tour? Did you go to the concert? Talking about the burner. Did yeah. you go to the concert, Mike? I couldn't afford it. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't afford it. I can't afford that and then dress up as a spaceman. I mean, she wanted everybody to dress up as a spaceman and space women out there. I couldn't afford it. My daughter went. She sat up in the no- nosebleeds. I went to a concert before, and I will tell you this about Beyonce. I went to a Beyonce concert like five, six years ago at Dodger Stadium. And when I tell you that Beyonce has women in the palm of her hands, why do you I felt keep like saying was- women? Why do you keep just saying women? She has a women her, in, her audience. You know, her women, audience women, is full of everybody, though. It's not just women in her audience. I, I saw ten straight men there, basically. Okay, then there's nothing wrong. Like, okay, so here's the thing. Like, it like I was there, and it was like I saw women, and I saw men with their girlfriends who had taken them, who were forced to take them to the Beyonce concert. What the women is probably this did not want to go to take them. Why because, would a woman have to force her man to go enjoy a wonderful, top-notch, A1-quality show and performance? No woman is having to convince her man to go enjoy a wonderful concert. You're not going to – what you're not what we're not going to have happen is you have me dragged by the beehive. So let me make myself clear. I am clear not saying there's anything wrong with Beyonce. I love Beyonce. Clear it I up. was there because I wanted to see the concert. I bought the tickets. And I happened okay. to be with the girl at the time. So, but I was there. What, what I'm saying is Beyonce is so powerful that I felt as one of the only straight men in the in the place that if Beyonce at the time, this is the Beyonce that I was saying at that time, she was mad. This is the Beyonce that had come out after Jay-Z had done what he had done. And she was basically saying she's going to bust all kinds of shits up and all that type of stuff. This is when the Beyonce and the women of the world were mad because they were What's that visual? What the what the fuck was that song that she had out when she was beating everything up with a bat? What was the name of that damn song? You remember? You're you're the Beyonce fan. Come it on, was the Lemonade album. It was yeah, the, the Lemonade album. So this is this is right. Yeah, sorry, I ain't sorry, I ain't sorry. All that shit. Come on, man. That that was that Beyonce, and that was those women in the audience at that particular time that I went to that concert, right? And all I'm saying is, if Beyonce would have told those people in the audience, those women to turn on every man in that audience and kill us, they would have killed us and they would have never found our bodies. I'm telling you, this is the most powerful person on the face of the earth, Beyonce is. Because let me break it down for you. 
<laughs> who who runs the world? Who Girl. runs the world? Girl. Who runs who runs girls? <laughs> Beyonce. No. Beyonce. Beyonce no, is the it's not about Beyonce. It's not about Beyonce. Let me tell you, as a girl who has gone to several Beyonce's concerts, it's not mm -hmm. about Beyonce being our fearless leader. And if she tells us to turn on the men, it's a matter of turning to the man who did that to you. It ain't about her turning us against men. It's about turning to the man that did it. The She's end. She's in your <laughs> it's mind. It's not Hold in on your a second. mind. The, the reason why people love artists, whether it's a comedian, whether it's a writer, is because you see yourself in the story. You relate to it. You're like, oh, I went through that too. So the same mm -hmm. reason you, most athletes will listen to rap, you've never heard a low self-esteem rapper. Because guess what? When this rapper is talking about he's the best and he's the biggest, that gets you hyped up to feel the same about yourself. So it's not that yep. they're turning their minds to think they're the greatest. It confirms what you already know. So when you see someone that you appreciate artistically going through the same things you're going through, you're like, dang, girl, he did mm -hmm. that to me. To. Dang, mm -hmm. Beyonce mm -hmm. going through the same stuff we going through. Let's go. Let's ride out. We ride at dawn. I agree with you. Everything that you just said. Let me tap into something Middle outside, outside, <laughs> outside, outside of all the hate, the, the the bashing of the men. Let me help. Let me help you. Because once again, bashing men. It's not bashing men. It's sharing my experience and relating to shared experiences. No one has to bash a man. Let me clear this up right now. I am not a male basher. I will share my experience. If you hear it as bashing, that means you also feel his behavior was poor. I don't have to bash a man. I'm just going to tell you what happened. I don't have mm -hmm. to add an opinion. I don't have to add insight. I'm going to say, we had a date at 730. He didn't show up. There you go bashing men. No, I just told you what happened. No, 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 no. Grown women don't bash men. We have no reason to bash Good. men. Unfortunately, we love men. We actually hate that we love y'all as much as we do. We would have an easier life if we just didn't like you like that. But the point is, just because we share our experience, that does not mean we're bashing you. We are simply telling you what happened. What I'm saying is, you if you tell what happened, your, and you say, girl, so me too. You talk, Let's go. You, so you talk about your experience. You talk about your experience with that one particular person. Yes. But when you throw in the entire male species, if you who say men. Who has People ever thrown that. in the what? entire male species? Who who has who, ever what who has, has ever okay. thrown so, in the what, entire male species? So what I what I'll say what I will say, Eunice, is that it goes both ways because I know a lot of women bashers out there too. I know a lot of misogynist people. I know a lot of men who are very misogynistic, and I try and check them all the time. So it goes both ways. So once again, let me clarify that. Here's the thing that I'm saying about Beyonce though. She has women. Whether she's tapping in, because I do believe that you have to have a mind control in the sense where you be able to tap in so, so they, she can understand what you guys are going through so she can relate to you and you relate to her. Right. So with that being said, she's got you under her spell in a sense where if she tells you guys to do something, you're going to do it. That's why there is a beehive. Let me let me let me break it down. Let me break it down. Here's one thing I'll say, and this is this is when let me let me finish. This is when I knew Beyonce had you guys. There is no species on the face of the earth that can tell women to shut the hell up and y'all listen. Beyonce can tell y'all to shut the hell up and y'all listen. And then you get mad at other women when they don't shut the hell up after she told you to shut the hell up. Oh, we talking about that. Uh, what's that look? The, 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 the challenge that she does at the concerts. The mute challenge. The mute challenge. Everybody on mute. She tell y'all to shut the hell up and y'all shut the hell up. Ain't no speed. When have you ever heard anybody on the face of the earth ever tell a woman to basically shut the you know what up and they do it. Beyonce is the only one that's been able to make y'all do that. I wish I could have that song on repeat. May I so offer I can, a rebuttal to this, sir? May I offer a no, rebuttal? Go ahead. Yes, go ahead. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Couple things. Don't add like you didn't know it was the mute challenge. Okay, start there. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> there's a difference between everybody on mute and telling somebody to shut the hell up. Man, woman, a child, that's never going to be received well. So maybe just maybe your misogynistic friends, you know, that you know, maybe y'all shouldn't think that women should shut the hell up. And then you would have less of a reaction when you would have the wish, right? Uh, there's a time and place for everything. If you're going to compare mm -hmm. Beyonce's talent to a mind control, 
then I don't know that I have anything else to offer you on that. There's artists throughout history that have inspired people. It's artists that don't use words at all. And the music just inspires something where there's you in the gym or you running a marathon. People use music to inspire and motivate them in various ways. I don't think Beyonce had to think about what we're going through to tap into our minds. Jay-Z cheated on her. She made an album about her experience. We related to it because some of us have been cheated on. That's it. It's not her. Let me figure out what they might want to hear, and then I'll get them to all shut the hell up. <laughs> no, all, Man, all I'm saying is that she much she, more devious you, than we are. It's a banger. It's a hit. We like to dance. We like to do things well. It's I not sinister. It's saying. not. It's not a, a a plot against men. It's just a song. We like to dance. We like to dress up. We like to have a good time. It's okay, guys. It's okay. Don't let Beyonce trigger you, which I see is done. No, no, she's not triggering me. And no, beehive, not and triggering Beehive, me. let First me say one, this. On, Hands on, are free, Beehive. Do what you will with this man. Do what you so, will. So, hold on. Let, let, me, let me tell you something. Let, let me tell you, you something, you Beehive. I, I have all due respect for Beyonce and Jay-Z and everything that they have in their relationships, their ups and downs, their highs and lows. I pray for them. I root for them. I love and support Beyonce. I support Beyonce when other women don't support her. I go for real when uh, when there are a lot of women that don't support her and, and think that she's overrated and do all that type of stuff. I'm like, why is it that you don't like Beyonce? I do that, but I do wish I could just keep that uh, everybody going mute. I wish I could have that on recording. So anytime I want to watch the game and somebody's talking, and I could just play it and say everybody go mute. I just wish they could just you know they, they'll be quiet. I just know that there is some power. Okay, so everybody that means the guys that you're not talking about a woman shutting the hell up. What you actually meant to say is you wish you had the power to make people be quiet when you're watching a game, and those people are okay. probably men that are around you when you're watching the game. So you wish you or, had a way to tell the guys to stop screaming and being so loud yeah. when you're trying to watch the game. I received that. I don't think that's yep. what you said the first time, but let's that's yeah. what you meant. Mm -hmm. Okay. So now that you've gotten me dragged on the first episode of uh, Been There, Done That, you dragged I've yourself. With you, guys. you dragged yourself, sir. You I dragged didn't, yourself. I didn't. <laughs> I think you just misinterpreted because you guys can't be on the same frequency and understand. You, you know, guys. Who's you guys? Here. Who is you guys? I'm, I'm here with you. Guys. I'm with you. Ooh, I'm here boy. With you dragging yourself, sir. The I am hits not. right themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all get them. Y'all get them. Can I tell you something? Himself. Please. I've been there. I can handle it. I got scars. I'm, 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 my, my, my skin is very tough. I can handle it all. Eunice, well, this has been uh, very entertaining. This has been very Thank entertaining. You. This may be I the first and last episode of Done There Been That. <laughs> Mike, I think you, I think you're giving too much. You, you start, you, you're giving too much. We will learn to hate you over the course of several seasons. I think you put too much in the first episode. I, I, I don't, you know, I, but I am being myself. So I'm being my authentic self. This is who I am. Love me or hate me. There's going to be a lot of people that's going to love. There's going to be a lot of people that hate. So the thing is, but listen. I've known you so long. I love you because I know your heart. I know you want to be a great man. I know you are doing the steps and the works to be a great man. I know you love women. I know you support your friends. I know all those things. I also know you say some wild stuff, my boy, and, and that's on you. Okay, that's on you. <laughs> but two things and three things and four things can be true, Mike. It's okay. You're going to say something I, crazy all the time. Here's the thing. I say what a lot of people are thinking, but they're afraid to say it. That's exactly what never say that. Yeah, you that's say okay. what people know better not to say. Yes, I agree. Okay. Now, we're talking about Beyonce. You're a fan. You're not in the Beehive. I'm not in the Beehive. I'm a fan. Mm -hmm. But if, if we were to check... Your uh, let's say top artists. You got oh. Apple. You want to pull up your Apple? We're curious yeah. for ourselves. Mm -hmm. What are our top artists? What are our top songs? And see what it says about you. What you're putting in your mind. What you're putting in your heart. Wow. What would Apple okay. say you are listening to the most? Now I looked at mine. I pulled mine up, and I'm a little bit surprised at my number one top artist at 955 minutes. It's not wow. Beyonce. Beyonce is actually number two. Uh, with wow. 831 minutes of playtime mm -hmm. in my Apple Music, my number one at 9:55, Rick Ross. Oh. Rick Ross. Oh, <laughs> okay. Wow. This is number one. Beyonce's number two. I don't know what to tell you. I didn't know. Who's your top? Know. Wow. I think this may say something. Wow. The, <laughs> now that we've already decided that I'm maybe like a, a, a female basher and misogynistic, and I don't like women. The fact that Future is number three. <laughs> oh, Says a lot. Says a lot. 
but you know, I just, yourself, sir. I, I don't, I don't, I just have like these, these playlists that just, my, my daughter it downloads this stuff It's the algorithm. Me. Your daughter the downloaded it. Little Baby's number one, Drake's number two, and Drake's been kind of dragged lately by women as well. Gunna uh, and Moneybag. Yo, I don't even, how? Who is this yeah. man, America? America, who have, is this man? So I have Rick Ross, Beyonce, Meg Thee Stallion, makes sense. Tyler, the mm. creator. And mm. my number five is the Teskey Brothers. Don't know if you're familiar. Uh, I have soul no singers, idea if is. you will. Soul singers, soul singers. But my number oh, yeah, one album is Renaissance. My number one album is Renaissance. My second album is the soundtrack from Hamilton. And oh, wow. scene. <laughs> and my number one is Ready to Die Still, because I love Biggie. Uh, okay. Fall the Dollars by Drake. All Eyes on Me is number three. And 90s R&B. And then Mr. Morale and the Big Step is by Kendrick Lamar. There okay. you have it. All right. Uh, well, yeah. Albums than your artists. I think I think we're off to an interesting start here on uh, Been There, uh, Done There, Been That uh, podcast. Pull back a little bit, Mike. Pull back. One. Pull back. I, I can't. I can't. That's why I have kids. I don't know how to pull back. <laughs> wonk, wonk. I'm just Mike, saying. This is I a joy. We'll see how long this lasts. It will. We'll see you next time. Make sure you listen to that. <laughs> okay, listen to Done There Been That on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts and uh, make sure you check out our social media handles uh, Inflection Entertainment, first of all, thanks to Inflection Entertainment, Michael Smith and uh, Sharita Johnson, everybody over there Terrence uh, just thank you. Yeah, Terrence Williams, thank you for everything giving us the opportunity, opportunity right now uh, You can also follow us on our uh, personal pages on Instagram and Twitter, I'm at It's Mike Hill, ITS Mike Hill and Eunice at you Eunice Elliott. Yes, yeah, my wow. name. At Eunice Elliott. Two L's, two T's. Ain't, ain't, ain't that many Eunices in the world. I mean, I don't think that many Eunices on, on Twitter or Instagram. They on Facebook, though, probably. Yeah, you got one of them names. That's Sounds okay. like a hater to me. I'm just saying, no, it's good. Your mama gave you the name. It's good. I'm happy. I love your mama, too. I, I love your sister as well. But we're going to do this <laughs> next week, I hope. And I'm going to come back so soft. And I'm going to come back, listen to Beyonce, and I'm just going to be a better person. I promise everybody out there. So be high, don't come for me. But check us out. Please subscribe. Listen to us. We appreciate all the support and all the love that you've given us already on social media. And uh, we'll be back next week. God willing. God willing. Good luck, Mike. <laughs>